When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My name is Henry Rollins, and you are watching Geekscape. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to Geekscape, episode 224. This is your weekly movies, video games, and comic book podcast where we talk about um, the latest news and reviews in that week uh, of movies, video games, and comic books. I'm Jonathan Lennon over here on the left. All right. Thank, oh, there's a studio audience. Oh, fantastic. We, we have uh, Matt Kelly over here. Matt, Matt, what fucking asinine thing are you going to do in front of the camera to mark the, the fact that you're recording the show here? Not, you're not going to do anything? Well, what do I see over here on the right side of the screen? Oh, it's fucking niblets. Look at that. Uh, Brian Gilmore sitting in today for no other reason than he has no other place to go. Yeah. Yay. Um, Yay. Some drug money at the yeah. This isn't like my Yeah. Brian this isn't a soup kitchen. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. This isn't a Home Depot. What are you doing here? What are you doing here, buddy? Okay. We have nothing for you. All right. I, I, bitch, I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> There's, th- there's water in the dog's bowl. You can take some and leave. Don't take the, don't touch my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you, you missed that laughter? Uh, <laughs> Geekscapists. Every week, um, you guys know that I have a guest every week uh, who I like to talk about news and reviews with. Um, and this week, uh, it's Bailey DeRocher. She is an actress, a comedian, a musician, an artist as well. She does uh she likes to draw the comics and things like that. Uh, <laughs> like to, I like, like to draw the comics. Yeah, that's a better intro than I gave you at Comics and Comics in, in San Diego. <laughs> comics and Comics in San Diego. Uh, I met Bailey. She was on a panel that, that we were hosting for Comics and Comics. And they gave me, uh, Vito and Juan, who run Comics and Comics, gave me, like, um, I guess a, a description of everybody. You know, a little bio for everybody who was on there except Bailey. So I'm sitting there going, oh, and from so-and-so, so-and-so. Oh, and from so-and-so... And Bailey DeRocher, who I guess they needed titties for this panel. I don't, I don't know why she's on here. I guess uh, diversity. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know this chick from anybody. But you were the well, funniest part of the thing. You, you didn't say any of that. I know. Just, I know. But I you know. didn't say anything. I, I just said Bailey DeRocher, and I was like, hey. And then I'm like waiting for like the intro. So, hey, and, I, and I'm sitting here going like this. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> well, you could have just said, Bailey, what do you do? Like, I know. If you didn't even know. I know. I thought that it was an abandonment of my hosting duties at that point. If I, no, if it I was just, all like, downhill from there. Yeah. Anyway. Basically, by the, I mean, the comics and comics guys. I don't know what's going on with that episode. I'll, I mean, I'll tell you like a little bit behind the scenes. Um, I've gone to Juan and Vito and said, "Listen, like you guys have a brand that I like being a part of. I like hosting the comics and comics thing, mm-hmm. but it takes forever for their video shows to go come out. That it hurts. Were you they know taping what I mean? that? I don't know if they were taping that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they were taping that and hoping you know they, they edited it down. If they were taping it, it's going to look like an episode of Mystery Science Theater because there were three people in front of like the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. so it's just like and these it was three Jason heads and then just space and space and space and like the panelists outnumbered the audience. No, come on. There, there, there were about twelve. <laughs> Realistically, twelve. No, and honestly, I would say there were forty. Maybe people Maybe forty. There, which is still oh, not. Yeah. Higher yeah. attended than most Wizard World. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, Matt Kelly. So, so, I didn't know he had humor in him. We'll look forward to the Comic-Con episode in October. No, we look forward to the Comic-Con. No. Uh, he means October of 2012. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, listen, because their, their video podcasts are so delayed, I finally was like, guys, listen, I like hosting these things, but it seems like you guys are hosting them around when you can finally get them edited. And let's not do that. Let's just do it audio only, and we'll host them here on Geekscape. You know, like I don't mind hosting them here on Geekscape. We're going to be welcoming a lot of new podcasts in the next couple of months to be part of it. And I think Comics and Comics would be a cool one. A panel of comedians talking about comic books. What yeah, would yeah. be a more perfect fit in, in audio so we can put it up in like two days rather than having a month, like looking for film students to cut it for you. You can put it up in a couple of weeks yeah. slash months, you film know. Film students, a.k.a. the unemployed. Yeah. I was going to edit it for you, but I got high. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Are you good at college? <laughs> um, so, uh, Bailey. So, so what? What I got out of that panel, though, is that you are a gem, and, uh, and 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 pretty fucking funny, which which is great. Um, what what are some of the things that are out there on the web um, that we would know you from? I have seen your. your <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, like, because like, like, you do like you write like a you like write like columns well, and stuff. You wouldn't know me from anything, but right. there's a lot of stuff that I have done. Your voiceovers, of course, right? You've done a lot of commercial voiceovers. <laughs> I've done some video game voiceover. Mostly, I'm on camera on camera commercials. Those are right. like the most popular but least impressive things apparently uh -huh. because they are so widely exposed. But um, but I didn't make them. I'm just in them. <laughs> um, but it's okay. Uh, so right now there's Geico, Xbox, and Special K. Those are all floating around the airwaves. But um, uh, my friend Lauren and I created uh, PMS Adventures, PMSComics.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> feel free, feel free to do that. Um, and uh, so that's that's up. It's about three women who get superpowers when they're on their periods. Um, and do the superpowers only come during that time of the month, or do they have them yeah, constantly? Yeah, well, you know, that was the original idea, but they almost never, they don't ever have their, like, they don't ever not have their powers, so I guess, like, they're always menstruating, if that's the case. <laughs> like, I'm just like, ah, loophole, that, like, we, <laughs> as the audience, we only see them when they're menstruating. Yeah, yeah well, because on, it runs on comadiva.com, um, uh, that's the site that's hosting it, and mm -hmm. so they... Um, had it so that it was running one week out of every month, like five days of Oh, comics. so it worked. Yeah, so it was cute. Um, but now we're switching our format to once a week on Wednesdays. Okay. Starting in September. Okay. So Comic Book Wednesday, you can start. Yeah, you know, can start watching it. You ain't got webs. money to take to the store, you go to the website and you get a comic for free. Mm -hmm. Right? It's probably funnier and more entertaining. Right? Uh, now they're yeah, what you got, Gilmore? All, they're probably all on the same cycle then, right? That's the assumption. Well, oh, that's the thing is that they're, they're roommates. They're roommates. Oh, so yeah. they, they're oh. all on the same cycle. The I mean, premise nice. is... Uh, you have a female roommate. You know what that's like. I do, yeah. We're yeah. both So you guys are like yeah. super synced up. Yeah, we're like super synced up. <laughs> we're actually, we, we made it so that we're like, we lie down in a certain position so we're each synced up with the moon. Oh, boy. Yeah. I started, this, so as do, a, I started so this as a joke. It's not a joke. Are you on your manzies right now? I am. You can tell by like the V-colored shirt, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's dressed for comfort. So, so, so um, but you're also a musician. I know you perform for the Geekscape theme comedy night. Yeah, right? yeah, I do. Um, I started doing sketch shows. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like responding uh, to my cell phone. Don't worry about the cell uh, phone. There's, um, I, I don't even turn it off because nobody calls me. <laughs> uh, but I do like sketch comedy shows, and I'll write songs and sketches for those, and then I'll usually take the songs and perform them at like stand-up nights. But I don't do stand-up. Right. Comedy per se. That right. makes sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, you should. I mean, I think whatever works for you, but you're funnier than most stand ups that, that we know. Um, 
Guys, uh, let, me, let me talk real quick about the, the uh, movie I went to see that came out this week. Uh, we had a couple different movies come out. We had Colombiana, we had, which is like Domino Harvey, right? My name is Domino, I'm a bounty hunter. Remember that movie that came out a couple years yeah. ago? Yeah, I was actually hoping that it was going to be like a Domino. Oh, from Marvel's the Marvel's Domino. Yeah, X-Force's like, Domino. Like, oh, that'll yeah. be cool. And uh, I, was, I was just like, eh. So this is Colombiana. I didn't go see it. Uh, the, other, the other option was um, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Like the Guillermo del Toro produced one. It was like a horror movie, but Walton saw it at LA, like LA Film Festival and said it didn't impress him. Um, so I just said, I want to go see something funny. So I went to see Our Idiot Brother, the one with uh, Paul Rudd. And I was like, and I was also like, can Paul Rudd, you know, can Paul Rudd own, a, own his own movie? You know what I mean? It does have an ensemble cast. It's got like Zoe Deschanel in it and, uh, and a lot of really funny uh, comedians and comedians in it. But um, but could Paul Rudd look like work as a lead? And I found out in watching the movie that it was as much a really nice, sweet, independent movie and 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 film about just being honest as it was about being a funny comedy. Um, the movie is about this guy, Paul Rudd, who's not so much dumb as he is just very pure and honest and uh, a bit naive. He doesn't have a whole lot of agendas. He's like a uh, a, a, like a natural organic farmer and you see in the trailer early on he's, he, he gets tricked by a cop into selling him weed and he goes to jail and when he comes out he doesn't have a place to stay and so he moves back in with his mom and his sisters and they kind of rotate him around but they've each got their own lives and in their lives they're dealing with a husband who's no longer interested or um, being infidelous or not having time for other people because you're working too hard and each of the sisters have their own li- kind of lives that that are agenda driven and when he comes into them he disrupts them but ultimately you find out through the rest of the movie he disrupts them for for the better and the movie's hilarious it is but it was also really sweet and it started to feel a little bit closer to something like a little miss sunshine than you know an ensemble hilarious movie from the mind of like a david wayne you know what i mean which i think is how they're also selling this as being an ensemble comedy it's closer to an indie film and i think it opened on like a couple thousand screens uh, which is crazy because hopefully it does well, but it, it doesn't seem like a Hollywood film when you watch it. It's like tonally a little bit closer to like an in, a nice sweet indie movie. I think you'll enjoy it, but it, it won't be what you expected. It wasn't what I expected. I think I, I like more what I what I received. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yes. Like you know about the movie? Did you expect that from the trailers or anything like that? No, I actually don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been patiently listening. Yeah. I started, but I started thinking of Paul Rudd and. Um, he was the lead, and he carried it. But how old is he? Because he's looked he's, the he's same like since like a young forties. Uh, no. Yes, he hasn't aged a day. Yeah, he's no. Deal with the devil to stay young and goofy. Him and Keanu Reeves. Uh, Keanu Reeves, I saw in an elevator at Fox. Did I tell you this story? No. I get into an elevator at Fox. Sounds like a joke. <laughs> no. Uh, Jonathan Lennon walks into an elevator. I got into this. I, I got into an elevator at Fox, <laughs> and there were no buttons pressed. Uh, you know, he was like in a motorcycle jacket. And so there were no buttons pressed, and I was like, "How?" Trying to use his mind. I don't know what the fuck was happening. So, so I hit the the ground button to get back to the the garage. I hit the G button, and I was like, "But but it's not the ground floor. It's like the garage." So I'm like, "Oh," uh, and he goes, and just like pressing the button. Like he, there's like a standstill where I was like, I was like, uh, do, "Do you know? Do you need to go to a different floor?" Because I literally walk in, no buttons pressed. I called the elevator that he was just hanging out in. 
I don't know what was happening. Like, well, I, mean, I mean, it's like the fucking bellhop or something. And I guess I'll let this one move. Yeah, so, so, I, so I literally, I hit the fucking garage button, and then there's like an L for the floor, and I was like, uh, uh, you, you going my way? Like, did I, I, not, he didn't press his own button. Well, well he sat there, and he, stared, you know, and he goes, and he pushed his own. And he pushed his own. At that point, he pushed his own button. Maybe he got tired. He's like, because the whole time he was trying to use his mind powers, but it wasn't working out. And he was just the, like, oh, God. The, well, the fucked, up, the, 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 the fucked up thing is the doors open. We're in the Middle Ages. Yeah. Yeah, we were in. Yeah. Socrates. That we were actually in Greece. Ancient Greece. BC. Get BC. Them all together, bring him back. Yeah. Yeah. I played guitar. Oh, it, it was a magical experience. Uh, do you like my cannery story? It's awful. It could be told in two sentences. But I won't. Welcome for the three Did you read Eric Diaz's Week in Geek on the website? I'm so happy he's doing a movie. Alex Winter. Well, Alex Winter's been directing a couple things. He did Freaks or whatever it was. Freaks. Yeah. Uh, with like Mr. T and stuff. Um, and I remember when I was doing um, When Ninjas Attack for Fox... Alex Winters was pitching them their own like a, a new web series as well. I don't think it ever got made, but I would. This is the most frustrating fucking thing. Almost every day I would walk into that office, and about every other time I'd walk in, the the conversation walking walking in would be like, "Oh, Jonathan, you just missed Alex Winters." Like I don't fucking want to meet Alex Winters. You know what I mean? I totally would want to meet Alex Winters. You know what I mean? I'd be like, "Let's go out for Chinese food." They're worms, Michael. Like like I would have thrown them fucking Lost Boys references. I would have thrown everything. I wanted to meet Alex Winters, right? Every fucking day, it was like, I come in, oh, you just missed Alex Winters. The days that I was early to not miss Alex Winters, <laughs> right, they wouldn't come get me from, from like, the front, like, lobby. Ah, oh, jeez. It was awful. It's like they were sneaking Alex Winters out the back. Do you want to take a nap or something? No, I'm Are fucking pissed. I wanted to meet Alex Winters. I never did. And now he's doing this Napster documentary. That's my Alex Winters story. Do you, I mean, you do know who Alex Winters is? Do you know? Do you know this Alex Winters? I don't think so. I'm just so. He's patient. fucking Bill He's from Bill and Ted. Oh, really? The Nokia. The, the, the guy. Nokia yeah, the guy. Who, okay. The guy who, whose career was Bill and Ted's. Oh. Yeah. Bill S. Preston. Bill S. Preston Esquire. The, and you wanted to meet him. I totally wanted to fucking meet him. Well, the guy created world peace for his music. Yeah. <laughs> like, how could you not want to meet that guy? <laughs> and Liquid Television. Remember Liquid Television on MTV? It was, that was um, the shit. Idiot box. Oh, Idiot Box. That was it. Did he do something on, on Liquid Television? I he had a that. show called Idiot Box. Oh. Is he Aeon Flux? <laughs> oh, man. He, he? Was, he was actually the character model for the head. <laughs> the head was great. The Max was great. Um, didn't that launch Beavis and Butthead, too? Was that Idiot Box? Yeah. Or that, yeah. yeah. It's Beavis and Butthead. Uh, and now Beavis and Butthead's back. It looks great. On the site, we put up a... Uh, if you guys aren't going to Geekscape.net, you're assholes. Uh, on the site, we, we, we put up this... Um, well, thank you for trying when you go to Geekscape.com. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> order that. Uh, you're welcome, Australian IT guy. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, put up this... Uh, what was it? It was, uh, it was like them watching it Jersey was, Shore. It was originally them watching Jersey Shore, and MTV took the clip down. So in its place, I just put the entire San Diego Comic-Con where they show a full episode and the Jersey Shore footage. <laughs> but the Jersey Shore go. footage is amazing. I didn't get a chance to um, see it. It's yeah. so good because you wonder, like, how is Beavis and Butthead, like, two sort of, like, uh, stonery, surfery guys that are obviously very 90s characters, yeah. how do you bring them into this day and age? And essentially, since MTV, because they used to watch music videos all the time, mm -hmm. but now they're watching reality TV because that is what's on MTV. They're right. still just watching MTV. And they're a little smarter, which I'm totally okay with. Like, they're saying, uh, but but they're making fun of the Jersey Shore people, where Beavis and Butthead's just going to be, like, a really honest, best week ever type thing, only with Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, 
It's fantastic. Yeah. Mike Judge said one of the episodes they watch Human Centipede. Oh, my oh shit. <laughs> that, that, you know what? That'll get me to watch Human Centipede. I was avoiding that movie. That'll get me to watch it. Did, have you seen the Human Centipede? <laughs> yes. Hey, at least you've seen it. I own it. You, wait, what? Uh, they sent me a screener copy of it for the website one time. Oh, yeah, we didn't write that shit up. He fucking masturbated furiously to it instead. <laughs> well, I, you know, I was at, I was at a Joe Star's house. Yeah, we um, like Joe. We like a Joe Star. And uh, I was over there. It was for Halloween. He was having a pumpkin. I'm not sure this is working. Is this it's, like, pointed to the gone? ground. It's pointed. <laughs> What's well, this is a loose shirt you're, like, you're wearing? Well, because I made shirt? it. Like, the yeah, I know you made this shirt. It's no, too it's hot. Not, it's not yeah, where did you get this? What'd you make? The, what is this? Is this a potato rucksack? What is this? I want to go home. Yeah, he's just doing this. Oh. Yeah. No, no, this shit is. Can I do this? Yeah, yeah. can you I put it in a place where it'll point upward? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like loosely packed in here. Yeah. Is this still Are you guys still recording? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah audio listeners, it sounds like they're trapped in a truck. <laughs> <laughs> this is riveting. Is that going to work? Podcast. It's going to point towards me. I'm already too loud. You're already too loud? All right. Oh, clip clip it to the button. It's not a button, it's a necklace. It's going to okay. swing all over. Oh boy, you guys enjoying this? This will be our streamies nomination. Wait, is it, this yeah. is the worst. Why won't this? Yeah, yeah, yeah here, look, look here, look. Well, well I mean, you, you came, you came wearing like a bathing suit top. Uh, <laughs> here, I did not. Here. Uh, you know what? The next time we book guests, it's like no floozy wear, okay? Like, I'm kidding. No, it is, it is like a sun. There we go. There we it go. It is there so we go. hot in here. There we go. It's good. Surface it's of good. the sun. It's good. So you were over at Joe Star's house. Oh, yeah. I was at, uh, we were doing a, a Halloween pumpkin carving party. Uh-huh. And it was two weeks his, ago. One of his, <laughs> this is last, last year. And, um, and uh, he's friends with, with Matt Long, who was on Mad Men. Uh-huh. He was um, the, the art department kid that insulted Joan and got kicked out. Like, yes. she fired him. I like that. that was he cool. was a really cool character. And so I, I was here, and, like, me and Mike were there. We're like, oh, my God, we're carving pumpkins with, with the guy from Mad Men. And then they put on Human Centipede, and we're like, oh, what's this? Like, no one knew what it was. And then we were all, like, this was our face. By, like, by this point, it had, it had hit video, and you still hadn't heard of this movie. I had never heard of oh, it. Oh, wow. And so we were all just like, okay. And then, our, like, our faces just were like, oh, no, no, no. No, and there was nowhere in the room that we could hide to like not see it. There were people actually like standing behind the door. They were like behind <laughs> the door. They were like no, no, and um, because it wasn't. Necessary. You run out of the house and get hit by a car. <laughs> and you can't like unsee it. Like once you see it, it's just like. Right. <laughs> I won't watch it. That's why I will not watch it. You know, yeah. I've been to Gilmore's house. I'm good. You know. The worst yeah. part is I went to your put, holiday party. The worst part is that they put an Asian guy in the front. And like You're Asian. fucking racist. Really? That's the worst That's part. That's the worst part. You fucking racist. Asian people eat like all kinds of weird shit, and like, <laughs> and all, and the second two people have to digest that. So like, he can eat whatever he wants and not Look have at, to take credit for what it. What is it? Like seaweed and fucking like live octopus <laughs> and shit? Is that what you're saying here? Exactly. It's just like monkey brains, faces of death style. Like, what the fuck? Brian Gilmore, everybody, say 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 welcome back. Hi. <laughs> you get to choose where you want to be in a human centipede. Just pick the front. That's the, the, front is a, yeah. the front is a luxury life. Yeah. You don't have to pay bills anymore. You're just the, you're someone's pet. You're the one who gets to taste the food. You're fine. Gilmore, you're humanity's pet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Um, let's talk. Uh, do you read Lock and Key, the Joe Hill comic? No, I Lock, don't. Uh, so it's highly recommended. It's like Heidi Hilliker's favorite. They they put up the trailer for the 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 pilot that didn't. I guess it got canceled. Or Fox wasn't going to air it. Oh, yeah, it. that's right. Fo- Fox wasn't going to air it, but they put the tra- somebody put the trailer up on YouTube, and we put it up on the site. Um, I'm a fan of the books. Laura's a fan of the books. The trailer, 
underwhelmed me. And I know people are really like up in arms being like, oh, this would have been awesome. But I watched the trailer and I was like, it felt a bit, what? It didn't It didn't feel like it had the, the, the style that the Lock and Key comic had. You know what I mean? The... I don't know. It's just such a, a well done comic, and it felt like it Did just. You, it doesn't feel like network TV could do it. It feels like yeah. maybe AMC could do it well or something, but like. Well, even AMC is now starting to like cut the budgets on all their projects. They're having trouble yeah. bringing people back. You yeah. know, bringing things back. Two years between you know. Mad Men seasons, it's like. Uh, yeah, and then Breaking Bad, like this is their last season. I guess Walking Dead, the whole re- thing with, you know, the turnover of, of the showrunners there. I don't know. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. AMC, we love you, but. They were soaring. Yeah. Um, speaking of, do, uh, do you, you know got? that Lock and Key are the names, or were the names of um, James Brown's backup dancers? For real? Everybody, welcome to the stage, Lock and Key. And then like these two girls would come out and hip hop dance while he had to go like sleep in his cryo chamber enough to like get it back up <laughs> and do another set because he was in that concert like five minutes total, and it was a lot of like dancing in between. So that's they just a fun fact. They weren't the ones that would put the cape on him like when he funked. Too you hard. know, I don't know if they. That, it was them. I know. I mean, they did do that a bit, but I don't know if I can't remember if it was those girls. <laughs> um, Wolverine. You know they're gonna make this movie, The Wolverine, with Hugh Jackman. It's gonna be another Wolverine movie, but they're trying to kind of do like the revamp, like they're doing with Ghost Rider and with Spider Man. Jimmy Logan, the story of. <sighs> so James Mangold is the director, and I guess they uh, Eric Diaz and his Weekend Geek on the site said that they're pushing it back another year. What has he directed? James Mangold, uh, 310 to Yuma, Girl Interrupted, Copland. Uh, you know, he, he's a good director, I think. Oh, um, what was the one, the Johnny Cash movie? Oh. Yeah. Walk the Line. Walk the Line. He, he's good. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> walk, you almost said Walk Hard? Um, did you see the Man of Steel outfit from Zack Snyder's Man of Steel? I put it up on the site. Uh, is these a, are these a far away No, yeah, this that? is the far away pictures. This isn't the one where it's like hiding the crotch area. This is like it's not the production still where he looks more like like nuclear man or whatever. No, no, this is this is someone on set like taking a, a spy photo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see this? It revealed that there are no red undies anymore on the Spider-Man out, uh, the Superman outfit. It's just blue. All blue. All blue, which is crazy because as kids, like we all ran around in our red undies to be Superman. What now the red undies wear? are gone. I know, I know. So, <laughs> the kids are just gonna run around naked now. I know. It's called a onesie, John. Yeah, yeah. This is, I guess it would be a onesie. Yeah, now kids but, are just gonna run around like, uh, that ain't right. Having kids run around like onesies and their little tiaras and shit. Superman just goes to American Apparel now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We're gonna run around pastels and crap. Gold uh, tights. Yes. Where's my Where's my tennis headband? Um. Do you play tennis? Yeah. No. Has a big mustache, ironically. Yeah. I like kryptonite. <laughs> uh, I, I, I guess they made the change because DC's making the change in the comics, and you've also got uh, the lawsuit that DC lost to the, the, the home of the creators and the estate of the creators, and now, I guess, keeping the, the red unsies off of it, you don't have to pay royalties. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a new costume. But they have to start filming within, like, the next they, year. They did. They, did, they had did start filming. Yeah. You've been on the internet, right? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, like, <laughs> your job is to be on sites like Reddit. Right, like, like you go, you still showing up to work, or you're smoking bowls at home? I don't know what you're doing now. <laughs> like, shut up, you know too much. <laughs> Gilmore, welcome back. <laughs> now throw darts at him. <laughs> uh, did you guys see the um? Oh, was it the? Uh, we went to go see Captain America, and we saw the Spider-Man trailer. Did yeah. you? Did you guys fall asleep during that? Because I fell asleep. I was too creeped out to fall asleep. It looked like I was watching the trailer to the fucking ring or Wasn't something like that. Wasn't it sad? Yeah. It was like really. I was like, what? Like Peter Parker's always been so plucky and like 
sarcastic, and, and I'm just like, oh, I'm so sad. Like, he's so sad. I thought it looked like a horror movie. You know what I mean? Like, the tone of the, the new trailer felt like a horror movie, and then at the end, that, that first person shot, mirror's edge, that Mirror's Edge shot, was, yeah, yeah. Was okay. it was okay. Um, wait and see was kind of my verdict at the end of that Spider-Man trailer, which oh, really? sucks, because after the first Spider-Man trailers for the Raimi movies, you're like, that's going to be awesome. Even Spider-Man 3, you watch that, and you're like, man, that movie looks fucking awesome. Yeah. I watched that trailer. You know? I watched Venom come at the screen, like, dozens of times. Right, <laughs> right. Um, but this trailer just gave me, like, a wait and see, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It didn't. It didn't bore me though. This one bored you. Yeah. Why? Because I, I don't know. It just made me melancholy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my Spider-Man. I was full of ennui. I was just like, he's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Like that phrase never comes up. Like he ne- right. doesn't get nicknamed Spidey. Like no one ever. I don't recall if that was in the other movies or not. But I'm just like, he's a like he's he's fun. Goof, he's a goofball. Yeah. yeah. He was in the Raimi movies. Yeah, and yeah. now now he's like a drag. <laughs> It's like, oh, there's that fucking Spider-Man. You know what? Don't save me. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I, I, I don't, you know, I, I, under, I appreciate you trying to save me, but I don't want to cry for the rest of the day. All right? But, but you're right. People won't call him Spidey and shit. Like, you'll, they'll have to call him Spider-Man. Like, those guys were like, no, it's Christopher. But, <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's the thing to me is that, I, like, they're based on, these movies are based on comic books. Like, they have to be comic. Like, they just need to be, like. <laughs> that's when Will I Am stopped being fun. <laughs> It's like, dude, you're a grown-up with a nickname. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm Will I Am. I don't know. I want to And I'm going to end hunger. Yeah, you're you're a grown-up with a screen name. Yeah, I want to listen to your songs. It's like, okay, Avatar. I'm a fan of goofy costumes and weird code names and nicknames. And now they've made everything like, oh, it can really happen. And like, these things still can't really happen. Like, why not make them crazy? Yeah, so, I don't just know. go nuts. But the suit that they made, I mean, even the suit that they made looks ridiculous. Yeah. You go down, you, you're too far down that road, though, and then you've got, like, media, uh, what was the fucking Bill Cosby movie that he made? Ghost Dad. Ghost Dad. What was the one Leonard that the... Leonard Part 6. Leonard Part 6. And then what was, what was the one that um, the Wayans brother made? Blank Man. Remember Blank Man? Blank Man was awesome. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> that movie holds up. You were probably t- five and, a re- and retarded. Like, how old were you when Blank Man came out? I have no idea. Probably... Yeah, I I re- the only thing that changed was his age. Though. I remember I was probably 14, 15. It was before that driving age. So whenever you go to your friend's house, the dad's gonna take you out to the movies, and we went to see Blank Man. I remember I was like 14, 15. I went, to, and I'm, by that point, of course, I'm a comic book fan and stuff like that. I was like, okay, I'll go see a superhero movie. It's like Jonathan, you'll like this. Don't speak down to me. Like, like Jonathan, you'll like this. We're gonna go see a superhero movie, and I went to see fucking Blank Man. And I, I was like, honestly, I'm 14 and I'm trying to fucking stab myself in the nuts with a straw. Like, I just want to die. You don't believe Blank that Man. a guy can dip a suit into a bathtub full of God knows what to make it bulletproof? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Blank Man? No, but I want that. It's the Wayne Brothers fucking shit. <laughs> Blank Man. Not, not, not the best, probably. I'm going to go make this swimsuit uh, bulletproof <laughs> when I get home. I, I, I want you to go home and I want you to write your goofy f- superhero script. I want you to write your fun superhero script and I want it to not be Blank Man. It's called PMS Adventures and that's exactly what it is. It's like cartoony spoof. spoof now, are, are there, are there, um, are their powers cycle oriented or are they like actual like flying or shit like that? They're not yeah, like no, they are, blood um, at people, Yeah, no, they are like one girl sort of uh, hulks out. She gets mad. Okay, okay. It's like a big monster. That makes sense. Um, the other girl, she gets really angry and she sets things on fire. Wait, the other girl get angry. has like a, when she gets really mad, she yells really loud. So it's just like a, so ba- a banshee get... kind of like, okay. yeah, they get like for real superpowers. So they're sense. all really pissed the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I, w- I was worried you are going to have like this fucking 
you know, yeah. fucking like water powers, but yeah. not water. It'll be, <laughs> yeah, you'll basically oh, be so a like river. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, uh, the river of blood. Like they had, they, they, they battle the evil flow, you know, and she's like, like I thought it was gonna be like that, but it sounds like what you could do in a little nicer. No, Aunt Flo is their um, wealthy, is their old benefactor. There is an Aunt Flo. Yeah, Aunt Flo is their landlady slash. She has a secret lair that she takes them to. I do like this. PMS eventually. Really funny. Um, Are you fucking pervert. Uh, they actually have like very standard like sort of superhero costumes. Nice. Like, you know. Is that it, before I stuff. ask what that is? Is that a standard T-shirt you're wearing? <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Do, no, but do they um do, do they get cramps? Uh, Does that bog them down? Like, what's their weakness? I imagine their weakness. What this has. Wait, you haven't written that. You haven't written this out yet. No, we don't. They <laughs> don't have. We, they just sort of learned in their storyline. They just okay. sort of learned how to. Like get a hold of themselves as like super okay. like heroes, okay. and um, so I would assume that their weakness is when uh, like if one of them goes on the pill, because then they could never use their superpowers, oh, so they would never oh, get their period. Shit. Or um, an, one, enemy, an enemy with Midol guns. Yeah, yeah. You gotta or, get you gotta get a guy like Gilmore to impregnate one of them, and like <laughs> they like make, like, like can't, you know it's like cancel out their powers. Thanks for the grammar. Right. I didn't want to make that face, but it just happened. I'm sorry. Um, Why? Because it's Gilmore. Because he's like get look at him. <laughs> Hi. Hi, I'm the guy you met at the bar. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I think it'd be fun if one of them like thought they were pregnant and then they couldn't, they didn't have yeah. superpowers. Um, but so, like just like, pu- but their puke is awesome. Their, their puke, puke like 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 melts people's faces off and stuff. Sure, why not? Um, just like a really important like holy shit, hang, like hang, uh, just uh, cliffhanger panels like I'm late. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Oh shit. And, and literally, like, then you, like, cut to, like, an alley scene and, like, some dude, like, in a, t- like, a, hey, here's some money. Give him money to Gilmore. Yeah, it's all here, Hispanic money, yeah. dudes because they're, like, yeah. really fertile. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Gilmore, you're Guatemalan. Here you go. Here's some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arch, and Gilmore, he's, like, he's, like, he's, like, he's, like, let me know when it's done. <laughs> you got a raw dogger. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross. It is gross. No one's reading the comic now, and now they're definitely not gonna ever. <laughs> well, they, they, no one's. I mean, they're not reading your comic. They're gonna fucking love our comic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do the fucking crossover. We, yeah, we do like the nightmares. we do the fucking <laughs> villain version, right? <laughs> I have to abort it to get my powers back. Like, I got the fuck, man. I could get fucking hardcore. Um, <sighs> it's a horror movie at our point. At that point, uh, guys. I'm sorry. Everything about this is. Welcome to Geekscape, where, th- where things start south and they go further. <laughs> they end up in fucking Guatemala over here. Glad to have you back. Niblets. Now. <gasps> Niblet it. Niblet it. Um, guys, let's pause for uh, an interview. Um, I told you guys last week that Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, a movie that we really enjoy, directed by a friend of ours, Eli Craig, is out on video on demand right now. It'll be in theaters um, from Magnet releasing later on in September. But you guys who have like on demand VOD, whatever it is, can order Tucker and Dale versus Evil right now. Um, I got a chance to uh, catch up with Eli in San Diego. Here is our interview. He's the director of the f- and writer of the film, and we will be right back. Hey, what's up, Geekscapers? I'm here with a good friend of mine, Eli Craig. He's the writer director of a new movie coming out called Tucker and Dale versus Evil. It's got Alan Tudyk, Tyler Sabine in it, and uh, it's your first movie, Eli. Yeah, well, it's it's first, my first feature. feature. First feature. Yeah. Because Eli had a short. Years ago, years ago, called the Dao Pong, yeah. right? Yep. And Eli sent me an email that said he just saw Dao Pong play the same film festival as Gay White Dog. Yep. And you were like, "Hey, man, let's like, like, let's get our film together. Let's hang out." I responded to that email. Uh, you did. You told me you were couch surfing at the time, and we should get to talk about stuff soon. And then it never. Happened. And then it just fizzled out. Fizzled out. <laughs> I don't know. It was one of those things. It was like Hollywood thing. We never followed right. up. 
and, 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 I don't know, but the thing is, like, I don't want to be the Hollywood guy. No, because you're not. But, but this shit and, just happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this shit just happens. Dude, well, the thing is, it doesn't happen. Like, I don't write many people about, like, you know, wow, I saw your film and it was awesome. And right. this guy made the greatest film, Gabe I don't. No, 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 no. It was really no, no, great. We're, we're going to get to the movie. <laughs> the, the thing is, the thing is, karma caught my ass because Eli busted his ass and, and, and ran around Hollywood with a, with a script in his trunk for so long. Yeah. And it was the script of Tuck on Gale versus Evil, and yeah. he finally put it together. Yeah. And now we're at Comic-Con. We've got Alan Tudyk and Tyler Sabine over there, and you guys just had your party last night, and yeah. this movie's going to come out. Yeah. And how awesome is that feeling? Man, it's like, come up, it's all those people who said I couldn't do it. <laughs> it wasn't me. I it's revenge. No, no, no. I, it's actually, uh, I can't believe it's like a little film that could. You know, mm. it just keeps on going. And we uh, opened this thing. 18 months ago in Sundance, and that was mind-blowing to me, like, um, because it, it's just weird when you have uh, so many people against you, so many people telling you it's not going to happen, uh, like, for some reason, this was a film I was obsessed with, you know, I just believed in it, um, I couldn't find the financiers for years, uh, I couldn't, but I didn't want to, like, do a romantic comedy, I wanted my first film to, I wanted my first film to be this movie. And that happens to you in Hollywood, you get like a, a you get like a, a stereotype of horror, you get a stereotype of, like, sex comedy, yeah, you and you up, can't take you end up in a, in a world. People think whatever you did last is what right. you do, you know? And they're like, and I wanted to do this. I wanted this to be my first film. So instead of making some other crappy thing, you know, I mean, it's hard to make any film, but I wanted to make this one. So I started working as a producer. I was doing other stuff. I was trying to get the financing for this. It took three years. Um, we finally uh, found these producers, Thomas Augsburger, Deepak Nair, and they believed in it too. And, um, and they were able to find the financing. We went up in like a few days, like after they got the financing, went up to Canada, shot it in a couple of weeks. And, uh, uh, and then after that, you know, we, we sent it to some agencies, some people, and they're like, yeah, you know, it's, it's probably not going to go anywhere. And that's what freaked me out. Boom. And yeah. then like one thing after another, and the fans have just made this movie happen. I mean, it's like the engine, our engine is just fan based. And so many studios, they have, you know, promotions material, and they, they really try to cram a movie down your throat. The only thing, reason why we're here is because the fans have responded to this. And I think what they're scared of is why this is important for it to be your first film. And kind of, like, it's got elements of horror, it's got tons of elements of comedy in it, and it's a movie where, yeah, you're not going to get stereotyped. You can go and make a horror or an action or a, a comedy yeah. film, and I can see how somebody would be scared off on that on their side. But... <laughs> On our side, as the fans, we fucking love a movie like this. I just you know wanted I mean? to have fun. You know what right. I mean? And you're like, what? If you don't believe in something and you're not having fun doing it, then we should be in a different business. And that's exactly and what the movie is. Yeah. It's and, fun as hell. And I believe that. I believe that if I was having fun writing the script and I was laughing and I was having fun making the movie, then it's going to show up on the screen. And unfortunately, I think it does. Um, but also, I mean, it's such a collective process. I mean, getting Alan and Tyler on board. Um, just elevated the game so much, you know, and they brought so much to it. And, uh, it's just there, they've come to almost every event. You know what I mean? These guys love it that much. And, uh, so there's just this, this great energy around the project. I'm really proud of it. And it comes out just in time for Halloween, right? Like it's well, yeah. Theatrically, we're going to be out in theaters September 30th. So I'm, I'm proud of that. It's also on VOD before that. Right. So um, Magnet Releases is doing awesome. They are. They have their own model, and a lot of people are trying to replicate this. So they come out with VOD, iTunes, Amazon, all that stuff, August 26th, and they use that as, like, promotion. Mm -hmm. And so people see the movie, and then they go, oh, shit, we should go see this in the theater. Right. And then they open up uh, in theaters uh, a month later. By the time it's in theaters, nobody's going to pirate it because they've already seen it. They've already seen it, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
it, it's a really great model. And I think yeah. it's smart as well. It's more marketed more for like the fanboys, the lovers of the genre and stuff. I mean, um, it'll be you know played in select theaters, but it, it's just not that big advertising escapade where you'll see posters. I mean, literally, we spend less on advertising this movie than Spider-Man spends in like one block corner of Des Moines. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing. But the same audience is gonna love it. I hope so. Be cool. I mean. I think they're going to run with it. I think the movie's going to have legs. Yeah. Well, sense? I mean, whatever Geekscape can do to help you out. I mean, you've been a homie since yeah, I got that email well, in 2005. It, you know? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, honestly, to have the critics and the, the fanboys and all that be behind the film. Right. And also, not have it be some high, you know, highbrow thing that critics love but fans don't. It's like everybody's kind of converged and say, this is a fun film. And, and that, that I'm just... I'm out of my head about it. I mean, I right. could be happier about I'm it. I'm happy, man. Yeah. I, I, was, I mean, we saw the movie at South by Southwest, remember, yeah. like, like, over a year ago, and I was like, should I email him? I don't know what's <laughs> going on with the movie. And I was worried about you, and I when know. I started getting the promotion stuff, you know, I was actually in a meeting about doing marketing campaigns, and somebody was like, we may be doing a marketing campaign for this movie, Tucker and Dale, if you want to be, be a part of it. And I was like, as a director, and I was like, I'd be like, Eli used to be doing this. Yeah, you know right, I mean? right. I'd be like, Eli, they're talking to me about the marketing, it should be you. Yeah. And, no. it, and I mean, does this mean the movie's coming out? Like, now that yeah. the movie is coming out, and guys, September 26th, VOD, the on demand, August 26th, September 3rd, in theaters, like, guys, 30th? You said 3rd. Where did it go? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so August 26th, VOD, September 30th, in September theaters. 30th, in theaters. Yeah. Okay. I think they're going to run with it. Yeah. I think the audience is going to love it. You know, either way, um, I just appreciate the guys that have already ran with it. They mm-hmm. made it, helped it come this far. I mean, we're in Comic-Con, dude. You know, this is it. I that. mean, I can't believe we have a panel in Hall H. Right. And last year, I was trying to get tickets here. I couldn't get in. Oh, shit. I'm fucking coming here in style, dude. It's like I've come here. What, what a difference a year from this. It's awesome, man. I'm so happy to see you. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for doing Geeks Game on Geeks Game. When we get back right. to LA, listen to something. We'll do, All right? we'll do something on the show to promote the movie. Yeah, I'd love that. Love cool. that. Thanks, guys. So that was Eli Craig, director and writer of Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, starring Alan Tudyk. And um, who else is in this movie? They do. Uh, Tyler Labine. Tyler Labine. Yeah. He's, uh, Tyler he, Labine from is it Labine? Evil Alien Conquerors. From Evil Alien Conquerors. <laughs> <laughs> I have an entire shelf of bad cinema over oh, there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a tough month ahead of me that I think we, like I think we should just fucking do a gauntlet something I don't know I think we got to do a gauntlet soon. It's been long. A gauntlet is where we do a sleepover and we watch things off that shelf for the entirety of the fucking night. And um, if you fall asleep, you get fucked with no matter what. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> if you fall asleep, bad things happen. So we watched maybe three or four tonight. That's what do you think? Bad enough being awake. Yeah. What do you think? Here. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> She's like, count me out. I don't even like being on this Never. fucking stupid show. As you can imagine, a lot of women come. Yeah, we get a lot of women. Um, what, what, what are you doing? Nothing. Why did you grab a pen on my desk? You want to write an idea down? That's probably, that's probably, that's probably a mistake with your history. Um, let's talk comics. Okay. You enjoy comics? I do. Uh, Kamikaze Expo? Yeah. Regina, our friend, we uh, co-sponsored that party in San Diego. Um, that is November, uh, the first weekend of November. Fifth and sixth. It's a brand new expo here in LA that we're friends with and we're helping sponsor. Um, Wizard World. We got to talk about the sadness that has become the Wizard brand. Uh Um, Wizard World is all those conventions. I remember them calling me before the Wizard World Anaheim wanting us us to do a booth and things. Uh, I wasn't feeling it. And now they've canceled. Wizard World has canceled their Wizard World LA in September. I know, like five weeks out, they cancel. Uh, So. 
here's the thing. Where else are we gonna see stars from canceled shows? <laughs> like, eight, like, like, like those those five people who bought tickets though, they're kind of up a creek. Well, you know what the, I mean? Who's the fifth one? Because I know you, me, Bo, and Walt were going. No, no, but but, but, <laughs> but, but we didn't buy tickets. We're we're getting press passes. Maybe if less people did, I mean, the the problem is maybe they gave out too many fucking blog passes or some shit like that, you know? But uh, Wizard World LA got canceled. But at Kamikaze, we're going to honor those tickets. So basically, you bring your Wizard World LA tickets, pay five bucks, and you get into uh, Kamikaze Expo the full weekend. Cool. So that's news I have to relay to you guys. That sounds good, right? That's like a pretty good deal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a nice little consolation prize. Um, Bailey. Yes, sir. What are you reading, comics-wise? Um, I told you uh, Danger Girl and yeah. The Army of Darkness. You love you love the. I mean, I read the Army of Darkness books when they first started coming out, uh-huh. and I kind of fell off on it. Why are you, you're still like? Is this new? This Danger Girl Army of Darkness? Yeah, I just picked it up just cause, um, and I'll do that. Like I, there are only a handful of titles that I read on a regular basis, mm-hmm. but then if I see something that looks extra silly, then I'll go to there. Um, okay. But I, yeah, I picked that one up, and uh, it was awesome. And I've never actually read the regular Danger Girl. So they're yes. already in this world where where there is Army of Darkness and it's amazeballs. I never read um, Danger Girl, the J. Scott Campbell book. Um, I never did because oh, they're so babetastic. Yeah, is it like, is it like a exploitation almost like type thing or what? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, maybe it is when J. Scott Campbell is drawing. Right. <laughs> but um, but uh, but yeah, there's like you know a secret um, agent force that's called Danger Girl, and um. And yeah, the the premise for this one. Did you start reading this one? The no, Army no. I mean, the, the Army Darkness books were okay, and sometimes they were more missed than hit. Uh-huh. So I was like, Gilmore, do you want to open that door? Like, uh, yeah, no. open that door. It sounds like <laughs> ba- ba- Bailey's gonna pass out. We can't do that in the same room with Matt <laughs> for legal reasons. But, oh really? Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Matt, Sorry. man, we can't, we, we can't have a girl pass out with, Sorry. with Matt he in the room. Sorry. allowed on the set of like CSI. So. Right. Right. Um. But, uh, but yeah, that one's just fun. There's only two issues in, so they still haven't actually started the meat of the story just yet. Okay. Um, there's news on the site that um, I guess they're making, moving forward with like a Danger Girl movie. Yeah. And it's Kate Beckinsale, Milo Jovovich, and Sofia Vergara, who, out of the three. <gasps> Is Sofia Vergara going to be the one in the cat suit? I don't oh know. She, she blows so. the other two be. away. Yeah, yeah. As far Although as the I hotness goes. Although I do like a goes. Kate Beckinsale. Like, so I'm, yeah, that's kind of great. I, I, I mean, I'm a fan. Of, come on. We're fans of all those ladies. Yeah. But, but Sofia Vergara has got the pumps and the bumps. You know? <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, gosh, she'd be amazing. She's yeah. got balls. That makes me really happy. I don't know a whole lot about Danger Girl, but... By the way, she just named the episode. What? Amazeballs. Amazeballs. Well, no, no. Yeah. Amazeballs in your mouth. Um, <laughs> you remember, Jonathan's always got to make it worse. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, let's huge. make it okay balls. No, 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 no. <laughs> Huge, huge, uh, uh, huge news that the Steve Jobs stepping down as Apple CEO. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? I mean, I hope he can't perform his duties anymore. I know. I hope he's okay. Like health wise. Did you see the, are are you, do you follow the Steve Jobs? uh, No, I mean, I've heard all about it, but I haven't watched any tech business. He he did not look healthy. Yeah. TMZ released a picture of him on Friday. Uh huh. Um, this last Friday of last week. And it's just. Oh my God, he looks at, he looks like Tom Hanks at the end of Philadelphia. Like oh, that's awful. Does, he just does not look good at all. He's like emaciated, and it almost looks photoshopped. But it was released, and it hasn't been contested. And he just looks so bad that that's what's going to happen. But we have a new guy, Tim Cook, who's right. taken over, right. who is uh, going to be one of the one of the heads of one of the most powerful companies in the world. 
gay guy. Oh, I can get behind that. Good for us. Like, good for wait, the wait, world. Wait, what do you mean by get, by get behind us? You keeping secrets? <laughs> no, I mean, just like, that's I mean, awesome. well, please keep in mind, we all suspected. Like, it's going to be progressive. But, but I, hey, I'm not, I I'm, not in awesome. your, I'm not in your merry band, okay? I just... <laughs> all right? I just think I support awesome. you. I think it's, I, I, I support the news. I think it's great. Like, but you got to let me know this thing before you, we drink you, from you the same water fountain. You everywhere. It's just like, oh, this is, this is a gay dude. <laughs> I mean, we... we, we I, I'm, I'm really? also happy with Thank you, you. Yeah. in a sincere way. Yeah. Thank you. No, that, 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 that is huge. I, I hope that he has like the same kind of charisma and you know, and I mean, like, I mean, is a futurist as well because that's like the biggest thing is Steve Jobs is a futurist. You know? turtlenecks all the time, I'm sure. Um, no, I mean the dude's just a brilliant guy behind. A, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean that's really sad news. So we'll see. I mean, ho hopefully they started working on like something where they can just like take his brain and put it in the machine. And it just keeps working, like it talks to them and stuff, and he spits out like ticker tape. There's a, there's this really fantastic. Um, <laughs> you want the ending of Crank Two, basically? Yeah. Um, of uh, this is a really great interview with a, a Disney artist that worked at Pixar, has worked both at Pixar uh, with Steve Jobs and also um, with Walt Disney, and he's like one of, a bit, like a small handful of people right. that has been able to do that. Um, oh, I cannot remember his name. All of a sudden. Okay, no, it's okay. Boom. Um, but uh, but Google it. Like, look that up. Okay. Because it's supposed to be really cool. And I what mean, was he saying? He was saying that how similar they were. Yeah, well, yeah, they were like innovative geniuses, you know, of the 20th century, and he managed to be able to work for both. And that's like a huge span of time because uh, Walt Disney died in, in the, the 60s. 60s, like early yeah. 60s. Um, so yeah, it's pretty radical. Yeah. I think I think Disney died in 68. Or 67, somewhere in there. I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, Whenever the Jungle Book came out. Oh, but here's the question. Do you, I mean, and you guys can answer it as well. Do you keep the stock? Do you sell the Apple stock? What do you do with the Apple stock? Like, what do you do with the, I know it fell, but what do you do with the company? Like, what is, what's the future of the company like? You know what I mean? Can it sustain its, yeah, like, even close to its same kind of trajectory? Because, I mean, Apple was hot. It depends on their first product, I think, that they have, that they, their first new thing that, like, Tim mm -hmm. Cook puts out. Right. Like, uh, th that's what it'll depend on. It'll depend on that. And if that is just kind of, like, ho-hum, it'll seem autopilot. Yeah. The guy does need to come up with something, like, iPad-esque for people to be excited about him. Yeah. Even though he did take over the last time that Steve Jobs uh, sort of took a leave of absence for his health. And so he's obviously capable, but he's just not the name. You know, it's as if, like, yeah. He's just not the name. Right. Right. But I think we'll be fine. What is I'm just waiting stock? for all the headlines that use the phrase, cooks up a new idea. Ah. Oh, <laughs> oh, Matt Kelly. <laughs> Matt Kelly should be working in PR. Or but they, they you're stuck if, here. If they don't think that it's any good, they're just like, uh, Tim Cook, just a flash in the pan. Oh, <laughs> There's going to be so many. The apple fell. Uh, what did I say? The apple, apple fell far from the tree. The apple fell too uh, far from the tree, no, or whatever as, it was. As soon as any big thing that happens like that, like for my job, like I basically have to go on and collect the funniest reactions or whatever. Yeah. And there was just there was not a single good joke about about uh, Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. Yeah. Like Steve Jobs, more like Steve Jobless. And, and every, everybody went everybody went rampant with the. More, he invented the I quit. Oh, jazz hands. Fucking dorks. Do we live in an age where dying slowly is considered quitting? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just quit my job over the course of like four years. <laughs> yeah. Well, awful. to be fair, my pancreas has been quitting for us and my body's kind of fighting itself. And uh, <laughs> it's not really quitting. Yeah. If you can't life a job, then. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter. Um, 
Speaking of Dead Man, the popular DC comic book, uh, <laughs> about the trapeze artist turned uh, post. Uh, I, I guess, you know, Dead Man, the character Dead Man in the DC comics, he's like a ghost who jumps into people's bodies and can control them and stuff like that. Uh, Warner Brothers is pursuing it like a replacement for Supernatural. Uh, I mean, it's uh, for Smallville. They've got the Supernatural guys working for, for something for the Smallville time slot, which won't have a Wonder Woman show Do in you it. Know which names for the and it's Dead Man. I, I don't know who the who from Supernatural is developing the Dead Not Man show. Very Maybe. You know, I'm a big Supernatural fan. I just haven't watched it. Um, but could Dead Man work as a TV show? You know, he's not the most popular DC character, but at the same time, having a body hopping type of storyline, like Quantum, Quantum Leap, might be actually pretty cool. Oh, you know what I mean? I do like Quantum Leap. Yeah, Quantum Leap That's was a better amazing. thing. I was thinking of like, there's one movie where people. Fallen? No, no, that one with um, Robert Downey Jr. where the ghosts like walk into him and Heart like. And souls? Heart yeah, and souls, I was yeah. thinking of that and I was like, mm. uh, but but a quantum leap is good. Yeah, like a quantum leap from like I guess you love Supernatural and you trust those guys, right? You think it's amazing. You love the hot abs. Um, your people. Hundred percent. I'm. I mean, I, I know it wouldn't be called. You know, what I mean, it wouldn't be on the show, on the air as long as it's been if it wasn't something that's good. And I've heard yeah, it's. I heard it's really awesome. Um, so Dead Man. I mean. Kind of an unexpected pick for like a TV show, but I think it actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, I will. I sus- are they already filming it and shit? Or? No, I don't think so. They're, wa- they're waiting. They're waiting for you. Like almost every other thing that Warner Brothers has tried to do, like the Hawkman show, as a television. Yeah, like the Aquaman show, <laughs> yeah. like the Graysons. Right. Uh, like right. anything. Birds of else. Prey. Birds of Prey got as far as being on the air. Yeah, but I don't think that they know how to do comic books. The people who own DC Comics. Right. Um, <laughs> like, wow. That's Warner, not wow. Warner, That's a good sign. Warner Brothers just is just does not have their act together with that huh. type of stuff. You it's, don't like the, but you're talking about television because yeah, obviously television. Dark Knight and all that stuff yeah, is awesome. Cause, yeah, because Green Lantern was great, but like I love. Um, hey, I did like it, Green Lantern. Oh, I know. I almost so, liked it because I knew you'd hate it. But here's the thing. Here, the thing. Oh, nope. Not even gonna. But anyways, I just don't think it's going to get to production. It's like when you... Did you go to Tibet in your time away from Geekscape? Because it seemed like you just learned restraint. <laughs> he was just about to go off on something. Ah, forget it. No, it's good. Find peace. Did you Did you remember Ryan Reynolds' abs and just uh, think better of it? <laughs> Whatever you're going to say. sweat running down. Ryan Reynolds' abs or Thor's abs? Go. Uh, Ryan Reynolds' abs. Okay. Um, He's more manageable. He's tinier. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you can flip him more. No, Thor is like... Thor will flip you over. Beefy. Um, guys. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Thor's yeah. abs or um or Captain America's pecs? Your pick. What do you think? Okay. Thor's pecs or Captain America's pecs? No. Well, I yeah. Captain America on both counts. Oh. Yeah. Why? Why so? Did you enjoy which movie? Did you enjoy more? Uh, I still haven't seen Thor. I have All to right, go what, to like the. What's she here? Like, like, I'm you, sorry, you, I work, so I don't have a lot of time to do like, this kind what, of what stuff. You, what you doing here? What you, we all work. Thor. Yeah, no. This is a roof on my head. Uh, like, uh, what you doing? Like, what's going on? This isn't an abandoned warehouse. Like, you think it's an abandoned warehouse? Like, you think uh, we don't work? Come on. What? We, 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 we prioritize uh, the important stuff, you know? It's a Marvel movie. Yeah, it's a Marvel it's, movie. I know, I really should have seen it. It's like, I sweetie, sweetie I don't have time for our marriage and working through things. I need to go see Thor. Like, <laughs> like, like, like you, you have to get your priorities straight. <laughs> You know? you know, it doesn't matter that we don't have any groceries. It's, o- it's, a- it's okay that I sleep on this couch sometimes. But Thor was awesome. Yeah, I know, and I've heard that. I just didn't have the time to see it. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry, Thor. Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Guys, okay, don't yell at her on the fucking don't, internet. Don't. Don't, that doesn't help anybody. Um, we can work on that. Uh, take off your shirt, Matt Kelly. <laughs> Matt Kelly, take off your shirt and do a little dance. 
Gilmore, uh, there's oil. Oil him. Uh, but I enjoyed Captain America very much. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Um, all right, listen. Uh, we are doing a contest on the, on the Geekscape website. I know we talked about Kamikaze, but Geekscape's also also the sponsor for ZombieCon in Seattle, which is happening the weekend before Halloween weekend. Not Halloween weekend, the weekend before Ooh. in Seattle. Go to zombiecon.com, and uh, that's coming up in October, so it's, it's getting pretty close. We've got the cast of The Walking Dead. We've got Tom Savini. We've got some great guests coming up. Tom Savini. Tom Savini. Sex Machine. Yeah, Sex Machine from uh, Dustle Dawn. It's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, anyway, ZombieCon and Geekscape have teamed up to give away a, a three free copies of Dead Island. That's that new game oh, coming out. Oh, snap. Yeah, we got three copies to give away. Uh, you pick the platform. It's coming out for PS3. 360 and the PC. Uh, in order to win, though, you have to write a 200-word story talking about, uh, pretty much telling us how you would escape, like what your escape plan would be, who you would team up with, what weapons you would use, what you'd throw in a backpack, and how you would get off the island. So if you're able to write 200 words, and you're able to write 200 words, I've been on the fucking forums, I've seen your freaking blog entries, I've seen your Facebooks, I've seen your Twitters. You know, uh, you guys can... Um, Enter this, maybe get a free Dead Island game. That's what do you huge. Think? Yeah. That's like one of the most highly anticipated games that's, that's right. coming up. That's actually a really awesome thing. It, the trailers were moving. Yeah. Do you know about this video game? Do you play the zombie video games? Do you play the video games? I do not play the video games. Well, why, why do you not play I video here? games? I like, like I, 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 no, no, you're going to play a song. It's going to be called Dance Monkey. Uh, <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Um, why, what is keeping you from playing video games? You don't like them? You think they're for losers? What do you think? Do you enjoy life? Or like, like, like do you not enjoy partaking in maybe a little bit of like a casual gaming or There's something like that? Do you I play Angry Birds? I don't like about video games. I just don't have a console. I have a Wii, but I just use it to play bowling. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Yeah, like most people that owns a Wii, they, they, she doesn't really play video games. No, I mean, come on. Now, I, I, I own a Wii and I, I play some Super Mario Galaxy and stuff like that. There's like, it's all right. Jurassic Hunter where you can turn your thing into a gun. Your controller turns out and shoot dinosaurs, which is one that I would really like. That's like David Buster's, just like that. Um, that's awesome. I love David Buster's. But but no 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 that's great. Remember my bachelor party when we went to David Buster's? All I did was a fucking bug hunting dinosaur game. I love it for a grown man's bachelor party. We did go to David Buster's. <laughs> Hell yeah, we did. Hell yeah, what? No, my sister what? celebrated her graduation at, at David Buster's. It was like me and her, and we Middle played. Middle school graduation? Or? No, college graduation. Ooh. And we went and we played the Jurassic Park game until we beat That's it. That's the shit. That's what I'm saying. We went. We you got person, fucking Tyrannosaurus yeah, and shit. Started, and then they have the um, the chameleon dinosaur at the end. It's yeah. invisible. And then he pops on screen. You have to keep shooting. So we were we sat there and we played it until we beat it. And then we just like we were like ballers the rest of the night. We were like, what? Like we finished it. We were like, we owned it. So that's oh. why you want this Push thing for the Wii. Games. You want to bring back these memories? Oh, I just want to shoot dinosaurs. Is that <laughs> I just want to keep the... killing things that are already dead. I really saw eye to eye with the antagonists of the Lost World. <laughs> <laughs> the little yeah, girl who does the flips and shit. What are you shaking your head at here, Matt Kelly? I'm just laughing. That's my, that's yeah. my silent laugh. Giggles McFitz over here. Fucking little cherub. Um, yeah, I... Would I mean Geekscape? Is, listen, it's obvious Bailey wants to partake in video games, but <laughs> it's obvious. I mean, she she finds the first thing that she I goes get she, hate she, mail she for, no no she goes to a social place like I'm a Dave and Buster's. Yeah. Like, oh oh, you're so mean. Mail. Who sends mail? Uh, so guys, suggest something for somebody who likes to shoot dinosaurs. I don't know, like what it, what would you even suggest to this human being? I guess I'm still kind of a dork because I like arcades so much. Like I love House of the Dead. Like those. 
Like the, the two-person shooters. Really then you should fucking enter this Dead Island thing, but you don't have the console to play it on. Never mind. <laughs> but um, I do miss arcades as well. You know, and that night at Dave & Buster's was fun. I kind of miss the arcades, but at the same time, consoles have become so you know technologically advanced who's going to keep pumping quarters into something you know what i mean like what was your great i guess the greatest arcade memory and that's something you guys can talk about on the forums but what was your greatest arcade memory you know i used to i grew up on an air force base okay. a very limited amount of entertainment for kids and so my friends and i would walk to the bx which has like a commissary and then like a sort of a walmart type store inside it and then they had arcades, so we'd go and play Mortal Kombat, even though we weren't allowed to, because no one was allowed to play it. it was too violent, violent, yeah. Yeah, and so we'd get pizza and, and like bring sacks of quarters and play Mortal Kombat. And we were terrible at it. We were so bad at it. It was awesome. No but, fatalities going on there. No fatalities. But you were on a well, military base, right? You were on an <laughs> army base? Mm-hmm. But, or, um, but, you couldn't part- but you couldn't partake in violence. All right, yeah. that's cool. She dates the Hulk. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're like Betty Banner or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> What? Why you like that? Don't say that. Don't call her Betty Banner. Ross. <laughs> Betty Ross, but she becomes Betty Banner. No, um, and so Mortal Kombat, those yeah. are your favorite memories, and, and like, and, 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 and you never got good at those games. No. Why, well, that's well, the thing is, I will do stuff that I'm not good at just because it's fun. I'm not a competitive person at all. <laughs> like, right. Right. Like, like we got Gilmore over here, and he fucking he hasn't seen a, Mar- a Marvel versus Capcom game that he can't beat supposedly. Ever since then, I've met people who can just fucking destroy you dick rape me like on right. a regular basis right it's just that like uh, uh the sprags like fucking mike sprag in built, autumn yeah he builds his own like arcade sticks from scratch and he does like so i know all these like oh cheat moves yeah all this come no, no no like i know these all these guys are like competitive specifically marvel versus capcom people right i'm just like yeah i suck at this game now i'm just i'm retarded you're not any good at it. So, so you finally admitted you're not very good at things. Oh yeah, at all. Oh, I, I, the fucker went to. It's like the guy. It's like a new Gilmore. But Pac-Man Junior. Yeah, Pac-Man Junior. Uh, are you still playing the Pac-Man Junior by the local laundromat? Pac-Man Junior. In tempting fate. Pac-Man Junior is different. Pac-Man Junior is an oh, you're good. exercise. I know, right? In controlling parents. Okay. Uh, oh wow. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, um, recently, this this game uh, came back. It was a Game Boy game and it, it called Gargoyles Quest, and they re-released it for 3DS. And I wrote a love letter to it up on the Geekscape website. <laughs> uh, and it came out two days ago, and I just remember it from my youth. And it's written up on the site if you guys look for it. Gargoyles Quest came out. It was released on the uh, Nintendo Store, and I couldn't wait to download it. I download it. I start playing it. It's fucking impossible. Games used to be so much harder back in the day. Like, re- like this Gargoyles Quest thing is ridiculously hard. And I don't understand how I possibly got to a point... Because it didn't give you response. It gives you... Pa- like, once you get to a certain point, you get a password from, like, a villager. But in order to get to that point, you have to beat, like, a 2D side-scrolling level and kill this giant fish. And then make it through, like, the top map and finding whatever the hell pops up there. And then you get a password as soon as you get into the village. I don't see how my 12-year-old self survived the game that long to get any passwords and then continue to get passwords to the point of beating the game or kept playing it enough times to actually like it's so many times it's so fucking hard it's like that water level in the ninja turtles game yes where you have to plant the bombs yeah where you have to plant the bombs and it has those like it electrocutes you ridiculous the whole ocean but 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 here but keep in mind there was a time when we beat that yeah. And we got to the part with the rope, with the roof, and you threw the rope across, and you got to the second part of the map, and Ninja Turtles, like, like we were, guys, here's the thing, we were better gamers back then. Jake 108, you ain't got shit on us. 
Like this whole fucking Call of Duty, Mortal Kombat, Marvel Capcom, like this ain't nothing, right? Because these games were impossible back in the day, mainly because they were janky. But um, but the, the other thing, guys, is if you go to the site, uh, you'll see the love letter to Gargoyle's Quest. You'll also see a new article from Dom Diaz, one of our new writers, where he tells you guys how to create your own gaming PC for under $1,000. So you guys who have been like, oh, I want to get into PC gaming and this and that, and, but you see these like Alienwares and shit like that that are like $200,000 upwards. No, he's going to teach you how to do this for $1,000. Uh, go check it out. It's on the front page of the site. It may still be up there, but it's, it's definitely under Geekscape Games if you search for it on the site. Um, Bailey, you are a musician. I've heard. I've heard this thing. Um, uh, let, let, let me cut to Henry Rollins and William Shatner. Okay. Okay, these interviews. What, what time do we Wait, have are on? are they together? No, they're, oh. they're separate, but they were at the same event. What do we got? But, I mean, they 53, did, 28. 53, 28. They did do that, uh... Captain's movie, whatever it is. They did that, but, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Henry Rollins was on William Shatner's album, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so... They did the song, I Can't Get Behind That Together. Yeah, they're friends, and Henry Rollins went off on, like, Michael Bay movies and talked about him, and that's really great footage that, that you and Walton got, and then we have William Shatner talking about, uh, Here's that. We'll be right back. Hey, Geekscapers. We're here with Henry Rollins. Henry, you're here to, to see the captains tonight. Uh, are you a big uh, Trek fan? Yeah, and, and I'm a, a longtime friend of Bill's. And so uh, a few days ago, one of his staff wrote me and said, you want to come to this thing? I went, yeah, of course. Uh, I remember the first time my real exposure to you wasn't actually mu through music. It was through your stage uh, performances. And just your sense of humor was awesome. Uh, are we going to see more uh, of the comedy uh, coming? Well, I, I do a lot of that on my own on stage. Uh, but as far as other TV stuff, right right now I'm, I'm doing uh, documentaries with National Geographic. Not a whole lot of humor in that stuff. It was just very serious. You know, it's Nat Geo, so it's light and levity isn't really part of it. Uh, I'm also a big uh, Sons of Anarchy fan, and I gotta say, any chance of you coming back for Walking Dead? Yeah, in a dream sequence. No, no, in Walking Dead. Going to that show. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah. Who's doing that show? Oh, that's AMC, buddy. Oh. Just a little joke about the end of your character. There. No, well, uh, I got a lot of friendly mail about that. Like, you know, I hated your character, but I liked you. Can you come back in a dream sequence? I'm like, no, they really, they really killed me. You did a great job with balancing, like, actually playing a good dad, but with the weirdest moral code. That was the thing that made that character not so one-dimensional. Because he's an ideologue, he wants a white America, yeah. but he's a good dad. And th therein lies the conflict. And the FX people, that was their doubt. They said, we don't think he can handle that, th that thing. Because it, it was hard to, you know, if it was, he was just a bad guy, it would have been easy because he's very unemotional, he just kills people, and, but he, he loves his kids. So all of a sudden you're like, well, and so that's what made it really interesting for me. Yeah. So well, thank you so much for talking to us. Uh, love everything you've done, and uh, uh, thanks for being in, in the good part of a Michael Bay movie. Oh, he yells a lot. <laughs> Not at the actors, but at the crew people. You know, that's funny, because when I see his movies, I yell a lot. So, yeah, but, but, but he gets those huge shots. You know, we were shooting that one scene where Will uh, and Martin Lawrence say they throw off their clan outfits and they kick some ass. And they shot that scene for like three hours in a, in a swamp. And, you know, we're waiting to act, so we all have to watch it and watch it and watch it so we can do our thing. And I was watching it on video playback. Just on the video playback, it looks like an 80 gajillion dollar shot. 
And so he's that guy. Michael Bay is the guy who gets that, where, you know, you want the big epic movie. He's that guy. And, and the, the, one of the cameramen said, just watch the video. This is a video, you know, just so you can have a ba- little backup. Because even on video, it looks good. And you're like, yeah. And that's when I kind of saw the genius of that guy. He might not be the greatest people person all the time, friendly enough to me. But when you see the shot, you're like, wow. So That's awesome. We're huge fans at Geekscape, and we, we love everything you do. And we look forward to seeing a lot more of you. Thank you so much, Henry. Um, on your Q&A, I asked that first question about the scene written yes, for you. Yes, I remember you, yeah. Yeah, and um, you said you didn't know that there was a scene. There actually was a scene written for you in the Star Trek movie that right. they never showed to you. Oh, really? Did you see it? I've, yeah, we put it You're on You're holding that microphone to your, to your chest there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, they worked it out the way to bring you back. So they have figured out how to bring you back. Uh-huh. So the question is, and it, it's a recording. Question, the question is, why didn't they tell me? Uh, well, we don't know. J.J. told me it was the hardest decision he ever made, not telling you. So, not showing you the scene. Question God, is, he seems to have revealed everything to you and nothing to anybody else. <laughs> what kind of a divine person are you? Uh, TrekMovie.com. I see. Um, so, the question is, for, this, for the second movie, since they have figured out, if they do figure out a way to bring you back as a recording, and it was a short scene, is that something you would consider doing? It depends on the short scene. Depends on the short scene. So, uh, when you're directing the film and you're talking to other people who played the captain, did you feel like uh, some camaraderie? Did you start to notice similarities in what they experienced and what you experienced? Uh, absolutely, and that forms the the heart of the of the film. What similarities and dissimilarities are there between the actors who played it? Why why them, and what did they bring to the role, and uh, and the various. Oh, human traits, the anger, the jealousies, the, the ambition, the, the, the sacrifice. Name a human emotion. I tried to examine each individual on that basis and find linkage between them. Were there any of the uh, captains that you had actually spoken to before they played the role and then after? Like, did you ever no, talk to them before? I knew Patrick, perhaps, as an acquaintance uh, beforehand. Uh, nobody else and uh, in the process of making the film I believe I made five friends uh, because of the quality of time we spent together. Can, um, recently Leonard Nimoy said he's not going to do any more conventions he's retiring yet again. First do you believe him and second how, how many more conventions do you think you have in you? Are you going to continue doing conventions? Um, my hope is to make another a, a series called Fanatics and tell conventions from the fans' point of view. And not the actors, but from the fans' point of view. Uh, I shot some footage already. I want to go to, uh, uh, to uh, uh, Las Vegas to shoot that convention. But there are many other kinds of conventions other than, than the Star Trek. So uh, I'm trying to sell that show right now. And I have reason to believe I'll be in... in uh, in Las Vegas to shoot that. Uh, uh, so I'll be at several conventions, perhaps not as a performer. And one last okay. um, So we're huge fans of Has Been at Geekscape, and uh, we're any singing in this in this movie, or when can we not expect well, another album? There's a, a, a funny interview uh, between uh, Avery uh, Brooks and myself where we sing the interview. But I've got a new album coming out called Seeking Major Tom, and a new book called. Uh, 
uh, Shatner rules. So there's those two things coming out in the fall. I'm so happy right now. Yeah, You're no, saying new album. It's, I'm it's, so happy. The, the, this album is monumental. Yeah, it should be something really. I'm really special. looking forward to it. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. So that was William Shatner and uh, Henry Rollins. Bailey, you're a musician. You played the songs. Uh, I see that you brought your ukulele. I did. And you want to play a song for us I in do. closing for Geekscape? Like, what, what is this song? Tell me, tell me a song that will make, sing a song that will take Gilmore back to his youth and make him cry. <laughs> he will It'll remember, make you cry, all right. He will remember running through the fields of Guatemalan. Um, it's Guatemala. called. Are you really from Guatemala? No. No. But that's my ethnicity. That's his ethnicity. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I love your coffee. Have you ever even yeah. been to Guatemala? <laughs> you ever even been to Guatemala? Yeah. Okay. Go back. Um. So this song is called Super Love. Okay, it's called Super Love. Yes. Okay, and what do you write about? I mean, I guess we'll see, but what, what, what influenced you to write it? Your love of comics? or? Oh, I went and saw, um, it was after I saw the first Iron Man in the theaters, and I came back, and I had a sex dream. And so now... For real? Yes. Okay. I, you know, I don't think I've ever explained where <laughs> no. the origin of the song, no one's ever asked. But you but had a sex dream after watching the first Iron Man. I had a sex dream Robert Downey Jr. As... You know what? You can come back to Geekscape anytime you want. <laughs> 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 that, that is the geekiest and saddest thing we've ever had here on the couch. Well, what's even sadder, I actually saw that by myself. I was just like, oh, I shit. had nothing to do. I can't remember why. Some guy totally could have plowed you. That, that, that no day. one, no like, one was around, and I was. It was like in the middle of. Were the you married at that like, point? I was. Yeah. Okay, so you couldn't have gotten plowed. Okay. So no, 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 no plowing happening. But right. I was. Um, but yeah, I was like waiting. For, yeah. I don't know. Like, it why didn't your like, husband go with you? Why wouldn't he plow you? No, he was. He had a nine to five at that point, okay. so he was like working. But okay. I was waiting for, I had this really intense like wait for a phone call for something, and I was like, well, I don't want to just sit here. So I went and saw the movie because I really wanted to see it, and no one else wanted to go see. It. And they called when you weren't there, and you didn't get the job. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so so play this song, play the song, and make right. Gilmore remember his time masturbating to Tony Stark. <laughs> it's happened. Don't deny it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sometimes when I'm in the dark, I sit and think of Tony Stark. And how he looks so cute when he's in the Iron Man suit. He is not like other guys, iron forging arms and piercing eyes. I want him right between my thighs. I want to F a superhero. Boom. Pow. I want to F a superhero. Oh, thwack. Crunch. I want to F a superhero. Batman is bold and brave. I want to be his love slave and let him into my bad cave. I want to F superhero. And if I want it really fast, I'll have a quickie with the flash. It's probably how I got this rash. I want to F superhero. Help! Save me! I want to F superhero. Oh, wait! It's a trap. I want to F superhero. <laughs> Uh, what comes next? Is it a Fantastic Four? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the human torch is really hot. Reed Richards can stretch a lot. I'd even give the thing a shot. I want to F a superhero. Ooh. And when I'm swimming in the sea, Aquaman waits there for me. While Namor watches, I want to F a superhero. <laughs> Splish, you know he would. Splash. I want to F a superhero. Oh, dolphins! I want to F a superhero. How awesome would it be to have Cyclops on top of me? He's got performance anxiety. I want to F a superhero. Gambit's ass is nice and tight. I do it with Logan while we fight. But let's face it, 
Nightcrawler never gets it right. I wanna F a superhero. Betty. Bub. I wanna F a superhero. <laughs> oh, bam. <laughs> Kurt. I wanna F a superhero. <laughs> now the song is almost done, but I still want to get my groove on with all the masqueraders at Comic Con. While Namor watches. <laughs> All right. Yay! Billy DeRocher. I could barely. It as, was good. You were good. Amazing. As a nerd, I sweat profusely and I could barely hold on to my. That was fantastic. <laughs> was like, that was amazing. That was good. Yeah. Um, you guys can find more of her stuff where? Where can they go to uh, uh, stalk you? Go to pmscomics.com to read our comic. Please read our comic. Um, and uh, my personal website is the Bailey. B A I L E E. Dot com and our Twitter, my Twitter is at the Bailey. Okay, well. okay. I mean, you, you have your songs up on your site or anything like that. Do you have any of the? Uh, this song has been. I've done it at Comics on Comics and Comics and Comics before. So those videos are up on the YouTube. So you can also find it on my site. Okay, okay. So guys, what do you think? She doesn't play video games, but it's okay. You're gonna suggest some video games, <laughs> for her, and it's all right. She just had this song. All right. I mean, you guys are gonna be cosplaying, trying to have sex with her next year at Comic Con. I mean, you, you know. You guys want to dress like this? Lady cosplayers could get themselves a half. Half of a shirt, like a pieces of shirt, yeah. with a sideways microphone. And go You'd be, I'm going as Bailey DeRocher. Uh, guys, if you want more Geekscape, though, go to the Geekscape.net website. We're here all seven days, all uh, every day of the year. So um, you can check us out there. You can also go to Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube and search for Geekscape, and you'll find plenty of videos. You'll find plenty of friends. You'll find plenty of news stories and content. And if they're all as great as Bailey is, then you know why aren't you here every day? All right. Um, We'll see you guys on the forums. We'll see you on the site. And uh, Gilmore, welcome back. Matt Kelly, Yay. welcome. Uh, anything you would like to say? Good. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>